Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. This afternoon to be in your presence. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your visitation. We ask, O oh Lord, that your trail remain in this sanctuary. We pray, Spirit of God, that you guide us and lead us into the sharing of your word this afternoon. Bring us understanding. Renew our minds this afternoon. We love you, Jesus. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you take your seat with a clap offering to the Lord? Wonderful. Hallelujah. I am so blessed. I feel so blessed to be in church. There are many people who do not understand why we go to church. But um, you will not understand until you taste it. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So when you invite people and or you are sharing Christ with them, just let them understand that um, you need to taste it. Amen. Well, we have been sharing, we, or we started sharing from last week on many are called. We've been sharing for, for one week many are called. And this month is one of the months in Lighthouse that we call the um, Vision 527. Hallelujah. And um, we have a lot of things for 527. We have fasting 527 and we're going to have that. We're going to fast and we're all going to read one of our papa's book and we will fast maybe for a week and we will pray. We will, there are so many things that um, we are going to do. And um, let me um, share some of them with you. We're going to have um, Vision 527, um, Fasting 527, Vision 222, and Vision 456. Vision 2028. You know, all of this we are going to vision um, fasting 527, and then there's now also camp 527. Hallelujah. Where we take one of Bishop's camp messages and we are soaking it in as a church. All of us, we are listening to the same camp message for that particular period. Amen. And when we meet, we should be talking about the message. Hallelujah. When we meet, we will not be talking about sales. Hallelujah. We will not be talking about sales at payless. But we'll be talking about the message. We'll be sharing about the message. Amen. Revelations that you receive from the message. Blessings that you receive from the message. Hallelujah. 
So there will be so many things. There is exam 527. Amen. There is a vision 219. And feeding 527. This is what we are doing now. We are feeding you 527. Amen. Now this is all based on the scripture that is in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 27. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 27. Paul wrote a lot of letters to the church. He wrote a lot of letters to the church. And he wrote a letter to the church in Thessalonica. And he says in 1 Thessalonians 5.27, he says, I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read. This epistle means this letter. Epistle means letter. Be read unto all the holy brethren. He says, I charge you by the Lord. It's like a charge. Hallelujah. I charge you by the Lord that this letter be read to all the holy brethren. Amen. And we also, our father, the bishop, has been blessed. God has blessed him mightily. God has anointed him with mighty blessings, mighty wisdom. And we see the wisdom that God has blessed him with in the works that are being done in the church. Hallelujah. It's it's a fast-growing church, and it's a, a church that the Lord has blessed mightily. And you cannot explain it anyhow, save that the Lord is with us. Hallelujah. And God also spoke to him to write books. And God has used him to write many books. I mean, for a man his age has written so many books, such books. It just has to be the wisdom of God. Sometimes I wonder how he even gets the time to write the books. He, his, his schedule is so tight. Amen. His schedule is so tight. And sometimes I wonder how. That is why it pained him so much that he missed our camp period. Do you understand? But um, God has blessed him. And we have seen people benefiting from this great wisdom. A lot of people read his books And they are being blessed so much. There are people who are in places and all they can lay hands of is one book. You will see certain people, they have only one of his books. And the book is torn. They have read the book, underlined, highlight, pages. They have read the book over and over and they take the book, read it, and apply the book. Hallelujah. And his books are all written under the inspiration. When he reads the word of God and the Lord ministers to him. So you find out that all the books, they are just scriptures. And as the Lord inspires him, he expounds on the scripture. Hallelujah. And so I'm saying this to explain that we do not put the Bible aside to read books and preach with books. Do you understand? But it is the inspired word of God that he read and God ministered to him. I believe that you have been here and we have shared some scriptures and we have expanded on the scriptures and it baffled you. You you never even saw the scripture like that or it never brought light to you like that. Do you see? And we read the scripture and we explain it to you and you enjoy it and it makes so much sense to you and you want to even obey it because it has brought understanding to you. And so if in that form, That the scripture that we read bless you so much and we write it down. And for many such scriptures, we write them down with all the explanation that we shared in the church. Would it be something wrong for us to read? It will not be. And that's exactly what we are doing. 
You know, if you listen to the bishop's messages, they are all his books. And so we are preaching this, uh, one of bishop's messages to you. That is what we are doing. And I believe today you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. I say you'll be blessed because we are going to read the word of God. Amen. And so I want everyone to have a copy of the book. Let me see by show of hands if you have your copy. Lift up your hands. Let me see. Powerful. Wonderful. Wonderful. And the rest of you, I don't know why you don't have the copy. We have discounted the book so that everyone will have a copy. Do we still have some copies? Only three copies. Only three copies left. And can I have those three copies, please? Only three copies left. Please. I will give the three copies to the first three hands that go up. One, two, three. I saw one, two, three. And how many, how much? Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. This is not for credit. Please. And we, unfortunately, we have not gotten to the stage where we take credit cards. So, they are $12. We have discounted them so you can afford them. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So, please, one for you. There was one hand here. Okay, you and your sister will share one for now. But you get your own. But that hand went up first. $12. And there was a hand here. Powerful. God bless you. Wonderful. Perry, you'll be blessed. So the rest of you, I want you to put a request for the books and get your own copy. Amen. Get your own copy of the book and you'll be blessed. So last week, we started sharing from the book. Last week, we started sharing from the book. So I believe last week we shared from chapter 1 and we began sharing from chapter 2 of the book. Amen. So we are sharing about the call of God. We are saying many are called. Many, many people are called. Hallelujah. You are called. Hallelujah. Many Christians are called. Many Christians are called to do the work of God. Amen. You are called to do the work of God. Hallelujah. I say you are called to do what? The work of God. Amen. You are called to do the work of God. If you are born again Christian, if you are in this church and you are born again, then there's a call upon you to do the work of God. Hallelujah. Now you realize that, you see, this is not a common message. This is not the type of message that you hear every day. This is not the type of message that when you turn on your TV, you will hear it. Hallelujah. This is not the type of message that you will Go into a church and that is the message that you are hearing all the time. Hallelujah. But as, as Christians, we need to know if God is saying many are called. If God is saying that many of us are called, in Matthew chapter 22 and verse 14, he says, For many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. Now, if God has called many of us, God did not call few, but called many, and you are, have not heard a call, you have not heard that you are called, then it should worry you. You should be worried. Amen. You should ask, how come? How come many are called, but I don't feel called? 
How come many are called, but I've not had a call? Hallelujah. So that should worry you if you are a Christian and God has called many and you realize, you say, he says he called many, but few are chosen. The few that are chosen are the ones who responded to the call. Hallelujah. So you should worry, how come I didn't hear? How come I didn't hear that God called me? And that is why I, as a pastor, your pastor, I have to share with you and let you know that you are also called. Amen. I have to wake you up to the call that is upon your life. Hallelujah. I have to wake you up. You see, because God is actively calling. He is actively calling. Amen. God is actively calling because he says in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 13, the reason why he is actively calling, look, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 13, he says, he says, and straight, he says, enter therein. Matthew, Matthew chapter Okay. Why? You can get a scripture? It's frozen. Mercy on you. May the Lord unfreeze that. Hallelujah. Look at that scripture. It says, enter in at, enter ye in at the straight gate. Enter ye in at the straight gate. Do you understand that English? Oh, you don't understand the English. Okay, can you give us something that the people understand? It says, verse 13. It says, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. Hallelujah. Only through the narrow gate. Look, it is not wise for anyone to build a house and you have Three, three children, and then you want 15-bedroom house. Do you see? That every day when you wake up, you turn the air conditioner on in all the rooms and go around cleaning all 15 rooms every day, and your children always sleep in three rooms. Do you understand? And it makes no sense that your size is not like an elephant and to build a house and put an elephant-sized door at the entrance of the house. And you don't have anything that big to enter the house. Have you seen a house that has an entrance, the way the people walk in? How many of you have seen a house with a garage before? You have seen, do you see the size of the garage door? Do you know why it is that big? To fit, or the, for, so that the car will fit in. And the one that the people walk in, have you seen the size? It's small. It's small. Do you understand? And so the door becomes smaller depending on how many people are going in or the size of the people who go in. Do you understand? So he says, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. There is a narrow gate. He says, it's a narrow gate. The God's kingdom, entering God's kingdom, going through a door to God's kingdom is a narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad. Look, don't joke with this. Oh, heaven, hell, heaven, hell. We hear it all. Do not joke with it. It says, the highway to hell is broad. And its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. 
Now, why would you joke with this? Because you, have, you are living to see now that there are so many people who do not believe in the Lord. There's so many people who do not believe in God. And so are you surprised that the gate that is going to hell is so wide? Now, we are living even to see prophecy being fulfilled. I'm not sure if you understand what I'm sharing with you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So the gate to hell is very broad. And the gate to heaven is narrow. And verse 14 says, it says, but the gate to, the gateway to life is very narrow. And the road is difficult. And only a few ever find it. Only a few ever find it. Hallelujah. Only a few ever find it. Amen. And so you see, God has called many of us. God needs many because only a few have found it. And we need many people to show them the gate. We need many people to show others the way. Hallelujah. Because so many people are going to hell. Amen. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 37. Matthew 9 and verse 37. It says, He said to his disciples, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. The harvest is great, but there are few workers. He says, The harvest is like a cry unto Jesus. A cry. He saw the disciples. He, he said that he was moved with compassion. He was moved with compassion. He saw how the people are perishing. He saw how many people are dying and going to hell. And he said, the harvest is great. Too many. Do you understand what it means that the harvest is great? It means that of all those people who are going to hell, many people are ready to receive Christ. Many of them are ready to receive Christ. But somebody has not shared with them. It means they are all harvest. They are all ripe to receive Christ. But many people have not heard. Just this afternoon, I just was, I met somebody and I asked the person, a grown woman. I said, do you know about Jesus Christ? He says, no. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Listen, never heard of him. And so I said, well, then I want to share him with you. She says, oh, I go to church. I said, ah, this one now. Which will be this one? I don't want to say the church that she goes to. But I said, are you born again? She says, what is that? I said, well, then let me explain to you what it means. I said, in the church that you attend, do you have the Bible? She said, you know, I'm in a hurry. I have to go. I have to go. So I said that Jesus died for your sins. Jesus died for your sins. And if you receive him, you receive salvation. I believe she has heard Jesus Christ right there. Do you understand? Maybe someone else, I've sown a seed. Maybe someone else will add the water. And one day, God will give the increase. Maybe next time somebody meets her, she will say, oh, yeah, there's some guy that told me about 
I don't know how she would describe me, but you know. that told me about this guy. And he's, he said something about a guy died, you know. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But he says that many people, many people, he said that he said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. The workers are few. So he says, verse 38, he says, so, so, because the harvest is plenty, because there are so many people that we can catch, so they don't go to hell. Because of that, he says, so pray ye, pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into the field. May you be a worker that will be in the field also. Hallelujah. If this is a prayer that Jesus once prayed, it means that if you include yourself in it, it's a blessing. How many of you agree with me with that? Yeah. Hallelujah. He says the harvest is plenty. Amen. So many of us are called. Many of us are called to do the work of God. Many of us are called to partake in this great kingdom. Many of us are called to share the kingdom of God with others. Hallelujah. If you were God and you were ready to save the whole world, you will not choose three or two pastors. Amen. And I tell you, the the going, when he calls you and you go, he'll be with you. He'll bless you. Today I was knocking on people's doors and just going from door to door sharing with people. I met, I went to another place, there was a pouch and some young guys tattoo, they're drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. And I said, I want to share Christ with you. I want to, I said, I want, I have something wonderful that I can hold it to myself. I want to share with you. And then they say, okay. So I began sharing Christ and there was one that was sitting here laughing. But these two were listening. These two were listening. And then we finished. I shared. I finished. And I said, so are you ready to receive Christ? He says, oh, I'm not religion type of person. I said, what about you? Oh, I, I go to church. This one, by the time I finish, he had walked away. <laughs> they have heard. I went to another place. I knocked the door. And then the, the guy was on the phone. You know, one of those phone calls, when you call, they are asking you your address, your social security number. Your this. He was on the phone. And I'm waiting there. So he says, wait. <laughs> so I stood there and the guy is on the phone trying to organize some, some um, tow truck or something like that. You know. And he's trying to get them to come. And eventually, they came. The people came. I mean, the, um, the phone call get through and he finished. So when he finished, he asked me to come in. He says, come in. And I went in. And then he stood and he took my truck and he says, what church do you go to? And I told him, the church you go to, he says, oh, we are also saved. I said, wow, God bless you. And I said, it's powerful. And then he told me about a church that he goes to and then he engaged me in a conversation and then he's talking and so then I ended up sharing certain things with them. And then when I was leaving, he says, can you pray with us? Can you pray with us? And then he, he told me, he says, my, my, mother, my, mother is, my mother has lost her vision. She's in a hospital. Or she's, I think she's in a hospital. Or she's home. And she doesn't want to see a doctor. And she's believing God that she'll be healed. And my niece, my niece has become a homosexual in another state. 
And I want us to pray. I want us to, I want you to pray for these two people. That the Lord will touch her heart. That she will give her life to Christ. Perhaps this is all my evangelism for. Perhaps this is the reason why my month of evangelism is in July. That the Lord will, and we, we held hands and we prayed. We prayed. And at the end, he's, he's trying to give me some money. I said, you put it in the envelope and I'll put it in the offering basket. And then he put the money in the envelope. And then, so let us put it in the offering basket. But what I'm trying to share with you is that go, go, go. Your, your calling is to go. He says he has called many. And don't be, look, today I was rejected many times. And then the scripture came in my head, so I was rejoicing. Those of you who are not here on Tuesday, please listen to the message. We can't go back to the Tuesday message. But this week, I mean this month, we are, our messages are intertwined. So please, I want you to come for our Tuesday service. I believe you'll be blessed. Amen. 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 Wonderful. So he's saying that God is actively searching for people. God is actively calling us. And he says, you are also called. Many people are called. Including you. Many people are called. Hallelujah. Many people are called. Now what does many are called mean? Many are called means a large number of people are called. It means masses are called. Masses. Now you cannot tell me that masses of people are called except you that many people are called except you a large number of people are called you cannot exclude yourself it also means numerous people are called it also means countless people are called countless are you still excluding yourself it means lots of people are called Lots of people, a lot of people are called to do the work of God. Hallelujah. It means the majority of the people are called. Hallelujah. And it also means most of the people are called. Hallelujah. You are called to do the work of God. We are not all called to be prophets. You may not be called to be an evangelist. You may not be called to be a pastor. You may not be called to be a a teacher to stand in. But you are called to do the work of God. You are called to do the work of God. Hallelujah. No matter what it is, you are called to do something for God. Hallelujah. So you cannot be a Christian that does not do anything for God. You are also called. And you need to hear the call. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 1. Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 1. We'll be done in a few minutes, so do not worry. Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 1. Give us the new uh, the King James Version, please. It says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings, with twain. He covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. This is the vision that Isaiah saw. Hallelujah. And, and, and one cried 
unto another and said, Holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. You see, we are yearning to hear the voice of God. We are yearning to see God. You see, Isaiah, when he began the ministry, he was blasting the people. He was lambasting them for their sins. Can we um, have the child outside, please? Let's, um, if um, somebody can help, the child can sit in a Sunday school, please. Hallelujah. Isaiah was, Isaiah was lambasting, going back and forth with them, the kings, the sins of the people, the sins of the priests, the sins of the leaders, and so many things were happening. And so he was preaching about this. So verse 5, see this is the vision that he had. And he said, the Bible said, and then he saw the smoke. He saw the smoke filled. And he had an encounter with God. You see, a lot of us, we are waiting to have an encounter with God before we will respond. So he says, then said I, woe is me. You see, he felt he was righteous and preaching the word of God because God has given him something. God has spoken to him. And so now he encountered God. He said, woe is me, for I am undone. He said, I am finished. Gina, do you see? When he had an encounter with God, when he appeared before God, he says, woe is me, because I am a man of unclean lips. Just like the rest of them. He said, I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. And then, you will think that as he had an encounter like this, as he personally had this encounter with God, God will call him personally. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? I say many of us are called. Many are called. And then, in the next verse, he says, Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, unto him. One of the seraphims, the, the angels that were behind in the temple, behind the altar. He said, then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues from off the altar. He took the, the tongue, the burning tongues from off the altar, and he came to him. He flew to him, Isaiah. He flew to him. And then what did he do? And he laid it upon my mouth. Did you hear? He said that I also have a filthy mouth, just like the rest of them who I live with unclean mouth. So he touched his mouth and said, Lo, he has touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sins are purged. How many of you can sit here and say your sins are purged in the blood of Jesus? Your sins are purged in the blood of Jesus. Your sins are purged in the blood of Jesus. You are born again and your sins are purged in the blood of Jesus. So he says, he touched this unclean lips and said, your sins are purged. And the next verse, as soon as you are born again, as soon as your sins are forgiven, the next thing that you hear is a call of God to do his work. 
So the next verse, he says, Also, also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? I said, there is a call upon your life. If you are a born again Christian, God is calling. And he says, Who, whom, 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 whom shall I send and who will go for us? Hallelujah. So you would think that it was only the man who was exposed to God. The man who had such a personal encounter. Well, the man who the seraphim came to directly will be the one that is chosen. If he will be the one, he says, I have called you my son. And he says, I have called you my son. Would you go? But he threw the voice out. He threw the call. He says, many of you are called. He says, whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then said, I, here am I. Send me. Hallelujah. Then said I, here am I, send me. In the midst of the calling, in the midst of the invitation, that invitation that was thrown to many, somebody said, here am I, send me. This afternoon, God is calling. Are you going to say, here am I, send me? Are you going to say, here am I, do whatever you want with me? Are you going to say, here am I, send me? Are you going to say, here am I, use me in your church. Use me to win a soul for you. Use me to testify of your salvation unto somebody. He says, here am I, send me. Hallelujah. Here am I, send me. Ezekiel chapter 22 and verse 29. Here am I, send me. If you are born again, when you are born again, the next thing that you hear is a call of God. When your sins are purged, the next thing you will hear is an invitation. Is whom shall I send? Whom shall I send? If your sins are purged, the Lord is putting a call to you. He says, many are called. Many are called. And amongst the calling, when he, says, when he sent the message out, there was only one person that said, here am I, send me. Let it not be just one person who is a pastor in this church. But may there be many, many pastors arising from this church. I said, many pastors will arise from this church. Many, many shepherds will arise from this church. Many evangelists shall arise from this church. Many missionaries shall arise from this church. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Here am I. Send me. Ezekiel 22. I said, the harvest is plenty. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 29. Ezekiel 22 and 29. It says, the people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery and have vexed the poor and needy. Yea, they have oppressed the strange wrongfully. Do you see how much sin is in the world? Look, if you do not rise up as Christians and, 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 and start witnessing to others the sin of the world, you'll be engulfed in it. Now what I mean is that, you see, right now, you see, you are sitting here and you are hearing the word of God and your children, you pray that your children will take this also and continue and to sit in the church to hear the word of God. Otherwise, the next thing that you're going to see is that, you see how now it is not fashionable for a young woman to say, I have not slept with a man before and I am 25 years old. It's not fashionable. They laugh at you and they think that something is wrong with you. Very soon, what you're going to see very wrong with your children is that they are, not, they are surprised that you, 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 you are a young girl as beautiful as you are and you like a man. What is wrong with you? That is what is going to arise. 
It is going to be so fashionable. It is going to be so fashionable that you'll be embarrassed to talk about husband. People will laugh at you when you're talking about husband and I'm getting married and I'm my, 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 my beloved and so on and so forth. Yes. That is why you need to rise up. Amen. So he says, and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it. But I found none. May that scripture never be fulfilled in this church. I say, may that scripture never be fulfilled in this church. Look, I am preaching to you one of the most important messages. So if I see you sleeping, I will make you stand in the church up throughout the message. So be alert and be awake. You have no idea that it's the enemy that is making you sleep. He doesn't want you to hear this message. This is a message that every Christian should hear. So knock your next door, your, the, your neighbor next door and say, wake up, wake up, wake up. Tell your neighbor, if you see me sleeping, please give me a... Uh, We have water here. Yeah. We will pond you. We actually, we are going to get a water gun. We shoot you with a water gun. That is why we are taking to the camp from the Bronx next time. Take a water gun to keep our people awake. Amen. Hallelujah. He's seeking for somebody. He sought for a man to stand in. He's seeking for somebody. God has called you. God has called you as a Christian. As a born-again Christian, God has called you to do the work of God. Hallelujah. I say God has called you. The reason why God gave gifts to men is that we will do his work. God did not save us so that we will find husbands and wives. That is not the main reason why Jesus Christ came to die for us. Amen. God did not save us so that you will get a good job. Hallelujah. And the reason why you are alive is not so that you, by all means, finish school and get a good job. That is not the reason why God is still keeping you. God is keeping you because you were created unto good works. And the good works is not um, some nursing home business. Or it's not um, working for Morgan Stanley or Verizon. That is not a good work. Last night I was sharing something with somebody at work, one of the nurses, and I said... You know, she, they, were, they were trying to get somebody to come and work over time on a Sunday. And they were calling the people. And I know one of the people that they were calling, one of the nurses. And I said, no, she won't come on Sunday. She's a Christian. She's, she's going to church. She will not come if we like try. So, so she made a funny comment. She made a funny comment. And I said, um, I said to her, look, you need to go to church yourself. You know, <laughs> and then she said, um, she said to me, I, she said, I said, you need to serve God yourself. And then she said, um, but I'm doing a service. I'm doing a service. I said, you are doing a service. Where is the service? <laughs> Mercy on us. But I, 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 hallelujah. Let me read one last scripture with you. And then we will close. One last scripture with you. Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 8. 
You know, this is the last message that Peter shared with the church. You know, and I want to share that with you before we go home. Second Peter chapter 3, and I want to read verse 8. I want to read from the New Living Translation. He says, But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. Say to your neighbor, do not forget this one thing. He says, but do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years. You know, another version says, do not forget this one fact. Who has that version? I think it's the NIV. Do you have that? What does it say? But do not let this one fact escape your notice. Do not let this one fact escape your notice. Don't let this one fact, one fact. What is that one fact? That with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as one day. That with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years to him is like one day. Beloved, the call is today. The call is today. There are so many people that I have shared something with, and I have asked, I said, I think you should do something. I, should, I think you should do this. And, oh, I'm thinking about it. Oh, Reverend, I'm praying about it. Oh, I'm thinking about it. You do not have, you may think that you have many days. With the Lord, a thousand days is like one day. With the Lord, one day can be a thousand days. And what does he say? The Lord is not slow about his promise. He is not slow about his promise. The Lord is not slow. So you are thinking that, oh, Jesus died more than 2,000 years ago and we have been saying he's coming, he's coming, he's coming and he has not come. The Lord is not slow about his promise. If he said, I go to be with the Father and I will build you mansions, I will build you houses and I will come back, the Lord is not slow with his promise. And then what? And some count slowness, but is patient toward, toward you, not wishing for any to. It says, as some, as some count slowness, yes. it is what? But it's patient toward you. It is patient towards you. The Lord's what appears to be slowness, what appears in our eyes as, oh, this thing we are talking about is not coming now. Let me just drink and sleep with all the women that I can. And when I'm finished, I will repent and I will marry. As long as I am, let me enjoy my life first. Let me have all the fun that I can have whilst I'm in school. When I finish, then I can make wise decisions and I can choose one person and I can do this and I can do that. Let me sleep with all the men that I possibly can. Let me finish school and when I'm done, maybe then I can have time to do some work for the Lord. Let me finish having my children and when I'm done with my raising my children and they were all out to go to school, then I will have time. He says, the Lord, what appears to be slowness is what? Not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. That is a reason. That is a reason. It is not his will that any shall perish. That is the reason. The reason why he has not come yet. It's not his wish that any should perish, but that all, all should come to repentance. Amen. 
all will come to repentance. That all will come to repentance. That everyone will hear about Christ. That everyone will hear about salvation. It is not the will of God that anyone will perish. That is why it is tarrying. That is why it has taken us this long. Not that it's not going to happen. That none of us will perish. That none will perish. How are they not going to perish? If somebody is not rising up even to share with them. He says many of us are called. He's waiting. He's waiting that none will be perished. He's waiting. That means he's waiting on when you will respond to the call. Angelina, God is waiting on when you say, Lord, here am I. Send me. That when you will also gather your friends and amongst your friends, you will share Christ with them. Let them not receive it. You have delivered yourself. Hallelujah. Let them not receive it. You have delivered yourself. Hallelujah. And the next what does he say? That the day of the Lord will come like a thief. Yes! The day of the Lord, surely it will come like a thief. The day of the Lord, have you seen a thief before? Have you heard an announcement from a thief that I am coming before? That watch out, tonight we are coming to your house. Any thief that gives you an announcement by that time, you are not a real thief. Because the Bible has given us a real description of a thief. He said, the day of the Lord will come like a thief. In which the heavens will pass away with a roar and the elements will be destroyed with intense heat. In which the, the heavens will pass away with a roar and the elements will be destroyed with intense heat and the earth and its wet will, will be, be burned. burned the earth and its works, including your PhD including your nursing degree including your security job including your beautiful home including your beautiful stove that you are saving towards including your beautiful children who are in the well who are not with christ including your mother and your father who are in the well he says that the works will be burned up they will be burned up do not joke with it do not joke with it and the next verse Go ahead, my sister. I think you are preaching with me. I, I'm enjoying the preaching. <laughs> Since all these things are to be destroyed in this way, what sort of people ought you to be in holy conduct and holiness? Hallelujah. Amen. Since now we know that all things, the earth is going to be destroyed in this way. Salem, do you hear? Since now we know, since now we understand that the earth is going to be burned and is going to be destroyed in this way, what sort of people ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? In holy conduct and godliness. And the next verse, it says, Looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, on account of which the heavens will be destroyed by burning and the elements will melt with incense heat. He says, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God. Remember, he says, in the eyes of God, a thousand years can be one day. And one day can be a thousand years. He says, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God. Because of which the heavens will be destroyed by burning. And the elements will melt with intense heat. And the next verse. Let me, let me fully on. to his promise of 
Let me go on because the people want to go home. But I'm enjoying it. After service, you will minister to me personally. One to one. Hallelujah. One on one. Amen. He says, but according to his promise, we are looking for a new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. That is what we are looking for. A new heaven and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. In which there is righteousness. That is what we are hungry for. That is what we are looking for. And then he says, therefore, beloved, since you look for these things, be diligent. Be diligent. Be diligent. Be diligent in your works. Therefore, beloved, since you look for these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace, spotless and blameless, including responding to the call that he has placed upon your life. Including the call. Be blameless and regard the patience of our God. Regard the patience, the patience waiting of our God. He says, regarding the patience of our Lord as salvation. The patience of our God is for salvation. Remember, the patience, the reason why God is tarrying is for salvation. Regard it and see it as such. The patience of God is for salvation. He says, just as our, also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given him, wrote to you, as also in all his letters, speaking in them of these things, which are some things, which are some things hard to understand. Sometimes they are hard to understand. Is it real? Is God really going to destroy the earth like that? Yes, He is, and He will. Since which are sometimes things hard to understand, which the untaught and unstable distort, as they do also the rest of the scriptures. To their own destruction. Beloved, this is not a common message that you will hear in churches. I am not coming here to preach to you about you are going to prosper as you would want to hear that your marriage is going to be well, that your children are going to go to good schools, that you are going to do this and you are going to do that, you are going to find promotion here and there. This is what the Lord wants you to know. So he says, You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, be on guard. Be on your guard so that you are not carried away by the error of unprincipled men and fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, to him be glory both now and every day of eternity. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe Peter was pouring out his heart. He was pouring out his heart. This was his last message to the church. And he was pouring out his heart. Hallelujah. The patience of God is towards salvation. The tarrying of God is so that many, many, that the gate will now be wider and not narrow. That is the reason why he's tarrying. Hallelujah. I said that is the reason why he's tarrying. Many are called, but few be chosen. Hallelujah. I say many are called, but few be chosen. Amen. Well, our time is up. And um, uh, we have actually gone beyond our time. So we will pause here and we will continue next time that we meet.
Many are called. Many are called. Few be chosen. Many are called. But few be chosen. Oh, yes. Stand onto your feet and let us bring the service to a close. Stand onto your feet. Let us bring. Yes. Stand onto your feet. Stand onto your feet and ask the Lord. Pray to the Lord. Say, Lord, may I respond to the call? You are called. He says, You are called. You are called. You are called. Ask Him to give you the favor to respond to the call. He says, Many, many people are called. You are included in the call. Ask that you will be among the chosen ones. He says, But few are chosen. Ask the Lord that you be included for anything that many people are called. There will be always few that will be chosen. And the few chosen ones are the privileged ones. Ask the Lord that you will be included in the privileged ones. Among those who are chosen, may you be amongst them. May you be found one of the chosen ones. Oh, yes. 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 This is the bleeding heart of Jesus. Oh, Peter, who, who was with him? He saw the bleeding heart of Jesus. Oh, he heard a call. He heard that great commandment. He heard when he said, Go ye into all the world and teach all nations. Oh, Peter saw it and he heard it. And he heard it coming from the heart of the Father. And he said, Therefore, my beloved brethren, the stagnation and the slowness and the patience of the Lord, it is towards your salvation. Oh, you have called me and I will Oh my God. Oh, as a church, oh God, may we respond to your call. May we respond to this call. Let us respond to your call. I will answer. He says, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Let us say, Am I here? I am here, Lord, send me. I am here, send me. I am here, send me. Let it be our response to this God. Let it be our response. We say, I am here. He said, here I am. Send me, oh God. Here I am. Use me to do whatever pleases you. Whatever you want to do. Lord, use me. Use me. Use me, oh God. Use me. Use me. Use me. Let there arise shepherds in this church. Let there arise people who will rise up to share Christ. People who evangelize salvation. People who evangelize Christ. For yes. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Let us respond as a child of God. Father, may we not close our ears to this great call. Lord, may we not say we did not hear. May we not say we did not hear. Yes. Oh, my Lord and my God. Have mercy upon us as a church. Have mercy upon us as a church. Let us respond to your great call. You can sing here. Our children will not hold us back. Our education and our career, our school will not hold us back. We will serve you. We will serve you. We will respond to your call. May we say we are here. Send us. Oh, yes. 
I sought for a man to stand in a gap. But I found none. But you are here this afternoon. And you say, Lord, I want to respond to this call. I want you to use me. I want you to send me. Your sins have been purged. You are born again Christian. You are here this afternoon. And you say, I want to yield to the call of God. I want the Lord to use me. I want God to use me for whatever he wants. I want God to take me wherever he wants. I want God to use me to do his work. If that is your prayer this afternoon. If your prayer is that the Lord will bless you. The Lord will use you. You will yield to that call. If that is your prayer, I want to pray for you right now. You want the Lord to use you. You are here. You want God to use you. You feel the call of God upon your life mightily. You feel that God has called you. God has called to use you. You want God to use you for his work. You want God to use you. If that is your prayer, just come forward quickly. I want to pray for you. You feel like God has called you. You want God to use you. You say, Lord, I don't know what, but I just want to respond to the call. I don't know what you want to use me for, but here am I. Send me. He said, I sought for a man. I sought for one person. I sought for a person. And he said, it is me, Lord. Use me. It is me, Lord. Use me. He said, it is me, Lord. Use me. It is me, Lord. Use me. It is me, Lord. Use me. Oh, my Lord and my God. Shandirima satarama mama. Shandarama sodama kabaraba. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. He has called you. Receive it. He has called you. Receive it. 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 It is for you. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Don't hold yourself. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. May the Lord use you. May the Lord use you. Oh, may the Lord use this one. Receive it. Yes. Yes. Take it far. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. It is a call of God. Receive it. Yes. Receive it. It's a call of God upon you. May you respond. May you not hold back. No hold back. May you receive it. Yes. Lord, use this one. Use this one. Set aside every burden and weight that does so easily beset her and use her. Use her, oh God. Oh, put your word in the mouth of this one and use her. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. It is your call. Receive it. 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 It is the gift of God. Receive it. Receive it. Yes. Yes. Use this one, Lord. Use this one. Yes. Every sin and every way that so easily beset us. Lord, use this one. Use this one. Oh, use this one. Remove all the weight that so easily beset us. Use this one. Lord, use this one. Use this one, Lord. Set 
set aside every weight and every sin that so easily beset us and use this one. Lord, use this one. Use this one. Lord, use this one. Use this one. Use them. Use them, oh God. Use them. Use them. Use them. Use them. Use them. Manderama Sandarama Kabayarama Sandarama Manderama Sandarama Kadrayandarama Mashandarama. It is a gift of God. It is the gift of God. It is the gift of God. Yes. Mandarama Shandarama. Lord, use this one. Oh, who's this one, so God? They yield to you. They yield. They yield. Lord, not for money, not for prosperity. They say we avail ourselves to be used for your work. Yield, 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 yield. Oh, that is holding you back. Yield, yield, yield right now. Yield right now. Yield, yield, yield right now. Yield, 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 yield. Oh, yield, yield. There is somebody, relationship is holding you back. Yield right now. Yield, 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 yield. Excuses, excuses is holding you. 
Yield right now. Yield. You know the call of God upon your life. You know the call of God. Lord wants to use you. God wants to use you. The visions and the dreams, they are not for nothing. Those dreams, they are not for nothing. Yield right now. Yield. Yield and respond. Yield. Yield. It is a call of God upon you. Yes. Yield. In the name of Jesus. Yield. 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 Say, here am I. Send me. Yield. Yes. Yield. 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 It is a call of God. Yield. 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 It is a call of God. Yield. 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 And I live for you. Alone, every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way in me. There's another person here. You have received certain dreams. I want you to come forward. Yes, it is a call of God upon your life. It is not for a joke that you receive such dreams. Don't give it any other meaning. Yes. Yield. 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 Lord, I yes. give you my yield. heart. Yield. 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 I give you yes. my soul. Yes. Don't let anything hold you up. This and is I your day. Yield. 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 Oh yes, God dreams. Yes, every moment. God is visiting you. God is calling you. Yield right now. Yield, yield, yield. Don't think about it right now. Yield, just yield, yield. The voice came. He said, "Whom shall I send, and who will go for us?" And immediately, Isaiah said, "Here am I. Send me. Yield right now. Yield, 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 yield." Yield right now, yield, yield and be delivered. Yield. Oh, yes, 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 Lord, with all receive, 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 receive.
Oh my Lord, oh my God. Use your man, daddy. Use your own daddy. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, open our ears to hear the call. It is a great call. It is a great call. He stands in and he says, Oh, who shall I save? And who shall go for us? Father, let him respond. Yield to that call. It is the call of God. Yield. 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 Let nothing hold him back, oh God. Let nothing hold him back. Let nothing hold him back. Let nothing hold you back. Yield. 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 Lord, it's your call upon the sun. Father, I ask of God. Oh, Lord. Let him yield. Let nothing hold him back, oh God. Let nothing hold him back. Yield to the call. It is a call of God upon you. It is a call of God upon you. It is a call of God upon you. Yield. 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 He says his sons and daughters. Oh, they shall drink drinks. Oh, yes. He says he will pour out of his spirit upon all flesh. Yes. Father, pour out your spirit upon this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yield. Yield to the call of God. Yield. 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 Lord, use this one. Lord, use this one. Use this one. Use this one. Use this one. Lord, use this one. Use this one, oh God. Use this one. Use this one. Use this one, oh God. Use this one. Mara Santa, oh God. Use this one. Oh my Lord, oh my God. Use this one. Yes. 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 Yes.
We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.